Hi friends, my name is Sean Arsenault, but you can call me Shawnee. I'm a board certified nurse coach and holistic healer, and I want to help you transform your life in a way that feels in total alignment with your heart and who you truly are. Each week, I'll be sharing with you my tips on how to become more empowered in your own wellness journey and create a vibrant, fulfilling life that reflects your values and your truth. You'll hear insightful interviews on different life and wellness topics and stories from myself and other beautiful souls who share my mission of spreading love and light in this sometimes dark world. My hope for this podcast is that you will walk away feeling inspired and more aligned in your purpose. This is your permission to get curious and lean into your intuition as we all learn and grow together. Welcome to the Aligned and Well podcast. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope you're all having a wonderful start to 2024. I am coming at you today with a live coaching session uh, episode. And I got to coach a beautiful human, Julia Lodge. And we got to dive into the topic of not enoughness, like where that comes from, how that affects your life, and how to shift that belief. And I know that a lot of the things that she brought to session will really resonate with many of you who listen to this podcast. So I hope you enjoy listening into our session. And if you are listening in, I would love for you to join the free Facebook community, the Aligned and Well community. That link will be in the show notes and share what your biggest takeaways were, because I think these coaching sessions are super raw, super vulnerable we don't plan anything going into these sessions. I literally just ask humans who wants to be coached and who wants to um, have space held for them, uh, but also have it be recorded and <laughs> published live to my podcast. And sometimes these sessions can get really, really vulnerable. And I wonder, too, as these amazing people that are stepping forward and volunteering to be coached live on my podcast is any of the stuff that they are sharing, the stuff that they are being coached on and supported with, is any of that resonating with all of you? Like, Do you see yourself in any of these people that I'm coaching live on here? I think it can be really, really humbling and foster so much connection and community and decrease that sense of isolation when we can see our own experience in others. So I'd love to hear from you guys if you really enjoy these episodes where I coach people uh, and what stands out to you the most about this episode that you're about to listen to. So I hope y'all are having a wonderful new year. I'm happy to be continuing this journey of just sharing what's on my heart, helping you feel more aligned in your purpose, in your life, in your business, whatever it is you're trying to align <laughs> in your life right now in this moment. And Let's just get right into the episode. All right, Julia. So what do we get to dive into today? Yeah. And I support you with. Well, over the past year, I've been doing a lot of deep diving into releasing my feelings of not enoughness. Mm. And it's been a really interesting journey. And so just to give you a little background, since you haven't been on this walk with me is, yeah. you know, initially I, gosh, like I 
guess I viewed my feelings, these like repetitive words inside my head of I'm not enough. I need to do more as just part of who I was. Mm. And I thought that's just, that's just who I was. I always had these feelings that I didn't quite add up. And I started to unpack that and realized that that actually is not true. It's not who I am. And I don't have to keep carrying it with me just because I always have. And I was able to get some clarity on the fact that those words actually, even though they may have been said to me by someone in my life, they were not actually even about me. They were something from within that individual and maybe even from their past. Mm -hmm. And when I like released that power, that grip that it had on me, it was like this lightness Mm -hmm. and I have felt so much more freedom and which has been awesome. But I'm also realizing that this is going to be kind of a lifelong journey for me and that I am always going to have this kind of residue remainder of this is how I lived my life for so long. And so when certain things creep up in me that are tied to my not enoughness, Mm -hmm. just knowing, recognizing that and knowing how to like call it out. And so I had this crazy aha about a week or two ago. And I had this image come to my mind and it was actually for someone else. And then I realized it was totally for me and our healing journey. It's like, we have this jar of peanut butter and we're like scooping out all this globby stuff that we've been carrying with us. And we finally get to the bottom and we all know peanut butter is like, when you get to the end of the jar, who likes to actually clean that out, right? Like that goes in the garbage. 100%. (laughs) I don't try and recycle it because it's just too much work. But what I realized is, is that's like our healing journey too, is that we have like this residual stuff that's seeped its way into us. And for me, the way that that shows up is in my perfectionism that I've been definitely working hard to release Mm -hmm. my need to control and just, I guess, recognizing that those were all like coping mechanisms that also I don't need to carry with me. So anyway, this is all stuff that I'm just trying to like continue to create more clarity and to unpack as Mm. I move forward. Yeah, yeah. One thing that I really wanted to celebrate you for was the um, decision, right? Like, this is not mm-hmm. who I am. Mm-hmm. Right? And when you came to that decision, I'm curious how that actually felt in your body to, oh to speak and to process. Yeah, it was such a crazy, huge light bulb. And Honestly, I can feel like emotions welling up in me when I think about that moment because it's so funny how I thought that that really was who I was. And I just, you know, I think of, I think of little me a lot. I think of me in middle school. That's, I feel like where a lot of the origination started. And I think of me as I was growing up and becoming an adult and hiding, 
hiding, mm-hmm. like within, you know, interacting with people, going about my day and my work, but hiding, you know? Mm-hmm. And when I realized that that is not me, that's not the way I'm meant to be. We're not meant to carry these words with us always was like so freeing. And once I realized that it was just kind of one of those, like, what I cannot even believe that I believed that that was who I was just kind of shocked, dumbfounded a little bit. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But before you see it, it's just not even comprehensible. Totally. Totally. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's an exercise that another coach has I did this with another coach and it's like, if you scan the room for all of the blue things in the room and count how many there are, like, you know, exactly how many blue things in the room. Mm. And then if you close your eyes and think about how many green things you saw, your mind mm. is kind of blank, right? Cause your, your brain isn't scanning for the green. It's only scanning for the blue. Mm. It's very similar to like identities that we think we are because of how we grew up, things that were said to us, experiences that we had when we were children. And so the other, all of the other things, the maybe the belief that I I am enough or that I am worthy or that I am loved, we don't even scan for that because we're not even looking for it, right? Mm-hmm. So now that you've discovered who you're not, I'd love to know who you are. Yeah. Totally. I am confident, self-assured. I'm good at what I do without a but, right? I, that, that was the language that I always heard was that was good, but, and there's now no, but yeah, I get to just be me and celebrate me. And also look fear in the eye and do it anyway. And enough of this not doing because I'm afraid I won't succeed or I'll be seen as less than or yeah. So I think a big piece of it is releasing the grip that others perceptions had on me. Mm -hmm. But as we know that Others' perceptions really equates to our own perception of ourselves. Like mm-hmm. we're the one judging ourselves. We're the one that's calling ourselves out because everyone else is so worried about what they're doing. Yeah. But again, that's something that when you're within that mindset and walking through that, it just, it can feel debilitating. Right. Mm-hmm. And so So yeah, the me that has emerged feels confident, feels lighter, feels more joy, is more willing to take risks, Mm. which is really exciting and empowering. Yeah. 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 This whole new world of possibilities that you now get to tap into Mm -hmm. that were always accessible to you, but now you Mm -hmm. see the doorway, right? Yeah, 100%. For sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wonder too, Mm -hmm. like you were talking earlier about the residue, right? Like there's Mm -hmm. this residual Mm -hmm. stuff that's still there. What do we get to do with that now? Mm -hmm. I think it's important to continue to 
clean that out. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, I mean, I think I've really realized that, gosh, those words really seeped into my being. And even though over the last year, I've made the decision that those words don't inform me anymore, they still live in my body. They still live in my DNA because I carried them with me for 40 years. They're not going to just go away. And so I have really been resonating lately with creating the awareness of, am I striving in a sense of, am I just striving to get to the next step? when I get there, things will be better versus this idea of evolving out of love for self, mm-hmm. because I always want to be growing and learning and getting better, but not because that's a measure of my worth. And I think is a shift that I am really trying to move towards. And I really crave But then I also, like when I get in states of feeling stressed or still in new, new experiences, I find myself kind of getting back into these old patterns of things have to be just right. I have to do it just so if, and really hard time relinquishing to others to do things because they do. And then I get annoyed that they don't do it up to my standards. It's these like feelings, this need to control. And I hate it when I feel that way. And so, again, recognizing when that's happening and just giving myself grace and space to, I guess, understand where that's coming from. And I guess when I think about it right now, it's like telling that little girl inside me that it's okay. I don't have to do it on my own. I can allow others to help and yeah. perfection is not the goal and never should be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's, it's safe to be supported. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Also, one of the things that I thought of as you were talking was that part that comes up, that part that wants everything to be perfect, that wants things to go just right. That part is protecting you. Right? Mm-hmm. I wonder what that, what it's protecting you from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a double-edged sword. I think that the sole purpose of that need to perfect is to remove that but that we were that I was talking about before Mm -hmm. and to prove myself and to also prove myself to people in my life Mm -hmm. but I did add up yeah but now as it shows up now in my life as a mother and a wife you know, it has the potential to harm. And like when my kids or my husband want to help out and I don't like the way they're helping out and I have to redo, that's gross. Like say thank you and allow them to do it in their way and be grateful and 
mm-hmm. release the need for it to be exactly how I want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even if it doesn't show to them, like no muttering under your breath. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Right. Mm. What happens whenever things don't go exactly the way that you want it? Mm-hmm. I feel it boiling up in me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Are you familiar with the Enneagram? Mm-hmm. Which one yeah. are you? I'm definitely a one. Yeah. Which yeah. is the perfectionist. Yeah. And when I first started learning about it and I heard the description of the perfectionist. I was like, oh my gosh, I had never, ever considered myself a perfectionist before until I heard the, the description. <laughs> and I was like, what so the heck? interesting. <laughs> and when it talked about like anger being one of the, I forget what they call it, but like one of the root feelings that you get, I was like, oh my gosh, it just brought a lot of clarity to me. Like, oh, that's why I get so mad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because I don't think of myself as an angry person. I don't think that a lot of people would think of me that way, but I definitely, I just kind of get this like boiling within mm. me. And then once things are good and taken care of, and I'm like, hey, I'm good now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But again, I just, I don't like the repercussions of what that potentially does to my family, my loved ones. That just feels gross. And that's not who I want to be. It's not who I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and then also just noticing too that there's there's parts of us. There's parts of us that arise because they're trying to protect or they're it's just wired that way and then also knowing mm-hmm. too that there are moments where you may not lean into the decision of this is not who I am because it feels so like visceral, like that boiling, Mm -hmm. that anger Mm -hmm. is there. But the more you increase your awareness of it, it's almost like that boiling starts to turn into a simmer. Yeah. Right. And that simmer starts to turn into like calm water. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious how that has been for you. Like if you've started to notice a decrease in the amount of times I would say yes, definitely. Definitely. I've been much better. And I think lately life has just been getting a little more hectic, a little more crazy. And so I've started to notice kind of some of these old patterns show up as I'm like a little more stressed, Mm -hmm. which makes sense. Yeah. But definitely when I started to kind of create some awareness and also, you know what? I have also noticed that my family is more likely, more willing to help out Mm. when I just... Interesting. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Just allow them to do it their way. Yeah. Which is great. Then it's like a win-win on both sides because they want to help. Yeah. And I don't want to do it all. And yeah. So if I just allow people to do things in their way, I mean... Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like, cause I know you're a coach too. I, I it's, uh-huh. it's kind of like working with clients, right? Like whenever we mm-hmm. come to a session with an agenda and then like, there's yeah. so much resistance, right? But if we let the client yes. give the session, it just flows so much more smoothly. Mm-hmm. There's, there's more room for breakthrough. So it's interesting how that can show up in different 
ways in life as well. You know, it's there's this like concept that I like to, I think it's called energetic configuration, right? So like the mm-hmm. body has a belief and it feels true. And then your external environment configures to that energy that you're putting out, right? Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to see how you're, as you dive into this work, as you become more aware and lean more into the identity of who you actually are, that everything around mm-hmm. you is starting to shift that way too, right? You're yeah. Develop out more. Yeah. Ooh, I like thinking of it that way. That's really good. And yeah, I would say that feels so true. Mm-hmm. 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 Is there anything about this? Because this is like big stuff, right? Like identity, mm-hmm. shifting identities. That's like a huge transformational undertaking. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you notice might be a roadblock or might get in your way of um, really stepping into who you actually are instead mm-hmm. of the conditioned self that you've mm-hmm. been living with? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, I think, I think when I start to get in my head of, especially in situations where I'm new at something or maybe a novice compared to other people, I can get in my head of like, they're watching you. They see that you're not Mm. up to snuff. Yeah. And I think that's where this has really sunk into me. And I'm just trying to turn those voices down. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I can, and sometimes it's really hard. But I think what's been really big for me this last year is just like, it feels really scary, but I'm going to do it anyway. And maybe less thinking. And maybe that's, that's, maybe my holdup is I, I like to perseverate on things. Mm, Yes. Yes. (laughs) I like to kind of think out all the angles, have the right, you know, yeah, the right preparation, but that's good to a point, but then that can be something that holds us back because then we start to perseverate on what could go wrong. What you know, and so this whole concept of it feels scary, I'm going to do it anyway, is really, again, like a really empowering for me. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's not like it's like you're not trying to turn the volume down on those voices because they've been pretty strong for quite a while. Right. It's yeah. Like you're turning up the voice of the real, true, yeah. authentic you. Right. And so mm-hmm. what does that person, like, what does that identity have to say in response to all of the other things that are already mm-hmm. there, you know, mm-hmm. that have been built mm-hmm. up over time that have gotten stronger and stronger as time goes on until this moment yeah. when you realize this isn't me, you know? Yeah. I think it wants to tell me that I really am stronger and more equipped than I give myself credit for. And look at what you've accomplished already in your life and the things that you have done and where you've succeeded and why do you think that you're not going to keep succeeding whether that be you know in my professional life in my personal life 
if I put my mind to something, I usually do a pretty good job of conquering it. So mm-hmm. why would I think otherwise? So yeah, I think that voice is a cheerleader. I think it's a like calls the the BS yeah. and says, nope, you you've got this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course. It's like and of course. <laughs> fall down, mess up. Like yeah. that's okay. Yeah, I think a, a good kind of surfacey example of all of this is my husband is a professional um, mountain guide. Yeah. And so he lives in this space of all of these, you know, amazing athletes <laughs> who are amazing rock climbers, skiers, all the things. And I think I struggle in that space just because I love to be outside. And I think if you compare me with the average person, I'm, I'm pretty hardcore, Mm -hmm. but if you compare me to this population of people, Mm -hmm. then I, then I like get down on myself. However, you know, one thing that he's always pushing me on too is fall. It's okay. Go faster. If you fall, you know, then you're just, that's going to get you one step closer. Like embrace the mess ups Mm -hmm. and be brave. Like you're going to be okay. And I think that that really applies to, you know, everything that we do, like it's okay to not be perfect and mess up and maybe do a total reboot, do Mm -hmm. something totally different. Yeah. Yeah. Because how often do we start a process and we feel like that has to be the path and yet we know the outcome, like in hindsight, may be totally different Mm -hmm. than what we originally planned. And I think that's something that I've really been learning too, is just like trusting the process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And not being here for the outcome, like be here for the journey. Totally. Totally. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm thinking of several examples in my head of like students that I've mentored, of people that I've coached that they'll get into a program or into a container with like a goal in mind. And then as we unpack things, it's like it totally changes into something else. Mm -hmm. And that almost always happens because we just don't have as much of an awareness at the very beginning of a transformative journey. Once we start to peel back the layers, like more stuff comes up more stuff is revealed that that we can really dive into and we had no idea that certain things were holding us back and it gets to be this really beautiful mm-hmm. like artistic kind of thing right? mm-hmm. so like if you were to look at the next year right like we're coming up towards the end of the year mm-hmm. if you were to look at the next year without like the perfectionistic lens on mm-hmm. it what's possible in that in that realm mm. Yeah, I think a continued lightning, continued release. I see more joy, more opportunity, more willingness for risk. And ultimately, do things because I want to do them and who cares what anyone else thinks because this is my life. And Mm -hmm. I want my life to be 
authentic to who I am and I want it to light me up and I don't want to ever get to the end and say, I wish I would have took, taken the risk. I wish I would have taken that leap. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that means right now, that means every day, that means, you know, mm-hmm. next week, next month that I'm doing the same thing. And yeah, I would say like my, I guess this is all in line, like just like the releasing the residue and all of that is in line with this desire over the last couple of months has been to level up, to really level up my life Mm -hmm. in all regards. And yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, releasing any power that all of this has had on me. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, because the power is not in like the conditioned identity the power is like inside and it's constantly regenerating and constantly building and always accessible we just don't know that it is all the time yeah I think the other thing that comes up for me is showing love for myself Mm -hmm. and taking time to do that I, I think that I do a really good job of like self-care and, you know, working on a gratitude practice, which has all been amazing, but just really allowing myself to feel feelings when I'm feeling them and just loving myself for who I am. Because as I said before, like what's really resonating with me right now is just being on this journey of evolving and growing out of love versus no more striving. Yeah. No more trying to reach the top. Mm-hmm. Mm. How different does that feel for you approaching this from that lens, from that self-compassionate lens versus like, I got to get to the top. I got to like get through this hump. I've got to like heal all of the things so that my life can be perfect. Right. Mm-hmm. How different does that feel for you? You know, I think it's a full about face. Mm -hmm. It really is. It feels, yeah, it takes the pressure off. And it feels like, I don't know, it puts the joy back into life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it gives more meaning and purpose Mm -hmm. to the moments, to the journey. Mm Mm-hmm. I'd love to know who else wins from you living this way. Mm. <laughs> yeah, definitely those closest to me, my family wins because they get a better, more connected, more fulfilled, happier version of me, which means that I am able to love them more deeply. Having 13-year-old twin daughters, I've been feeling so emotional this week about yeah just keeps bubbling up in me this week they I told you the beginning before we pushed record we had nutcracker performances over the weekend and it's it's their ninth year performing and it's so special and we only have four more years before they graduate and it's just really hitting me and being a mother of daughters and just wanting them to grow up in a way where they are so loved and so nurtured and yet Mm -hmm. have the opportunity to experience life and the hard 
And so when I show up in this way, it gives them a positive example of how to live life and move through life. And hopefully I know like we all have our stuff. They're going to have to work through stuff, but hopefully they're able to maybe address things sooner or certain things they are just never going to have to experience because Mm -hmm. they've had a different childhood and a different way of growing up. So Mm. yeah. Yeah. And then on a grander scale, like my clients, um, families that I work with are also, they totally benefit because I'm able to be more present and connected with them. So yeah. 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 Like when we, when we live in this way, we give others permission to do the same. Mm. Like we live by example. Like if you look at, I mean, just the way that you grew up, the way that all of us grow up, like we see an example and we decide that it's okay to live that way because we see Mm -hmm. it. And so the more we can lean into that self-compassionate way of living, of growing, of evolving, we are creating this massive ripple effect that we're not even totally aware of. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's really powerful. Yeah. Mm. So powerful. Mm. Anything else that feels important to name or to clear to talk about here? I feel like I got out of me everything that I wanted to get out of me today. Um, I'm really excited to just continue this path. And I think it was a cool awareness to kind of come to the realization that my need to control or to perfect really coping mechanisms to protect myself. And when I think about it that way, it gives me compassion for those parts of me Mm -hmm. and understanding. And I guess when I feel like frustrated when those come up in me, maybe now I can step back and just recognize that again, that's just what's seeped into me and it's okay and Mm -hmm. hold space for them and then create a new path yeah 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 that feels really powerful too Mm -hmm. yeah we're always in this we're always able to decide in every single moment of every single day we are always in this state where we can decide who we are like who do Mm. I get to be today you know Mm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm. Well, do you feel complete today? Mm. Yeah, that was really good. That was really good. Um, awesome. Yeah, I feel peace. Awesome. Yeah, I am so appreciative of you for spending some time with me today and for just being vulnerable and allowing, allowing whatever needed to come up and surface to be there. Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. It's just really cool to connect with you and yeah, get to share a little bit of my story with you. So 